Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, <clears throat> and I'm bringing you today's word for January 24, 2020. Listen, you can tell that my voice is not completely there, but we're going to speak life over my voice for the next few minutes, and then I'm going to let my voice rest for the rest of the day. Let's get into the word for today. So I taught a message yesterday entitled, Growth Requires Change, and this is part two. Growth Requires Change, part two. Let's get into it. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. The Bible says, <clears throat> the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Our faces are not covered and we all get to show the Lord's glory and we are being changed to be like him. This change in us brings us more and more glory, which comes from the Lord, which is the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, I talked about change. And I'm going to deal with that again today. Once again, the Bible says that we are being changed to be like him. We, every day, are being changed to be like God. So what does this mean to you today, this Friday morning? I have two things to share with you on this morning. As I share these with you, as we close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong, open up your heart to hear what God is saying. Two things. Number one, here we go. Your desire for growth must exceed your desire for comfort. Let me say that again. Your desire for growth in Christ must exceed your desire for comfort as a believer. Paul taught us to learn to be content. That's Philippians 4 and 11. Now, let me just explain to you what that means to me about learning to be content, because I had to learn to be content as well. <laughs> learning to be content, in my own words, means that you know what God has called you to do. You know the things that he has revealed to you about your future, things that have not happened yet. And you're convinced that these things are going to happen in God's timing, right? So you refuse to allow your desire for your tomorrow to strip you of your joy for today. Let me say that again, because I've I made this, this mistake before where I have so much of a desire for what God has revealed to me that hasn't happened yet, that at one point um, I allowed myself to lose my joy. And so you, you don't want to lose your joy for your today based on your desire for your tomorrow. God wants you to maintain a godly expectation of what is to come while making the most of your present of every waking moment. So as a believer, you have to learn to live in faith for the manifestation of the future while making the most of the present. That to me is learning to be content. And it took me a long time to get to this point. And I trust that that, that, that uh, me sharing my experience helped you. So I believe that as believers, we can't ever get comfortable because we always have to be striving towards God's overall expected end for our lives. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says that God has this expected end. So if God has an overall expected end for my life and I'm not there yet, then I must ever be striving towards that point. And I have to, I cannot mistake being content with being comfortable or, or just straight up flat out lazy, right? So some people get to a point in their life where they're like, man, I'm good. That's it. I have enough money. I've done enough stuff. You know, I'm good. I'm good. And, 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 and God never wants you to get to that point 
because if you're still breathing, if there's blood still flowing through your veins, then God is not through with you. And so if God is not through with you, if there's still purpose locked up inside of you, then you have to ever be changing into the person that God has called you to be. To be honest, these people, what what they're really saying is, I'm tired of the process. Because for you to grow, it requires change and change is painful. And people are like, man, I'm tired of the pain associated with the change. I'm comfortable with where I am, so I'm good. As a believer, the Holy Spirit is never going to allow you to be so comfortable with where you are that you do not strive towards where God wants you to be. You can only be comfortable if you're comparing yourself to yourself. Oh, I've come a long way. Or you're comparing yourself to other people. The text we've been studying says you should compare yourself to God. As you behold his glory. Wow. Look at God. Look at you. As you behold his glory, you know that you are not there yet. And so you are continually being changed into his very image, into his very likeness. And you will go through this process of change for the rest of your life. And you will go through this process of change until finally one day you stand before God face to face in heaven. So don't let your desire for comfort to rob you of God's desire to see a change in you. If you ever feel comfortable with where you are right now to the point where you don't want to change, then you need to stop, think about God, get a glimpse of his glory, and it will remind you how much growing you still have to do. Never stop growing. Never stop changing. Never stop striving towards becoming the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Point number two, I only have two points for you this morning. You will never stop changing and you will never be satisfied. Let me explain what I mean. I'm going to give you two uh, scriptures from King Solomon. King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 3 and 15, this is from the Amplified Bible. The Bible says, that which is has already been. So look around for a moment. Whatever you see right now has already been. Then the Bible says, and that which will be has already been. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yes, everything that is right now has already been. And even the things that will be have already been. For God seeks that, the Bible says, which has passed by so that history can repeat itself. God seeks that which has passed by. I'm going to explain this so that history can repeat itself. In verse 11, four verses before that, In verse 11, Solomon said, God has made everything beautiful in his time. He has also planted eternity in men's hearts and in men's minds. And this eternity, this purpose that God places in our heart and in our mind, it becomes a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. So what does this mean? Well, God's plan, this is what it means. Let me, let me explain. God's plan for your life was finished before you were ever born. It's like God planned out your whole life. This is when you were born. This is when you died. God planned out your whole life. And then he rewound the tape and pressed play the day you were born. Right? So now when God looks at you, he's looking for what he planned. Let me say that again. When God looks at you, he's looking for what he planned. The text says he's looking for history to repeat itself. 
right? He, the, the text says that he's looking for that which has passed by so that history can repeat itself. So he's looking for history or his story to repeat itself in your life. That's what God is looking for. So in order for you to become the man, the woman that God has destined you to be, God has to then reveal his plans and purposes to you because obviously you can't pursue something you don't know, you're not aware of. So what God does, the text says, is that he takes something from eternity that hasn't happened yet and he plants it in your heart and in your mind in time. And this, this, this implanting from God becomes a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun, but God alone can satisfy. Once God places his plans and purposes in your heart and in your mind, once he reveals his plans for your life to you, you live with a sense of purpose and you will never be satisfied until you become what he revealed. No matter how much you grow, no matter how much you accomplish, no matter how many accolades you get from this world, no matter how much money you have, you will never be satisfied until you become what God revealed because your life then is a tireless pursuit of the purpose that God placed on the inside of you. And the more clear, this is why you got to spend time with God, the more clear that purpose, the stronger the pull is going to be. Your purpose pulls you into your future. Your purpose pulls you into the future that God planned for you from, from the foundations of the world. And the clearer the purpose is, the stronger the pull is going to be. This is why you have to spend time with the Lord. And in this season of great freedom, there is going to be great clarity, but you have to spend time with the Lord in prayer so you can get that purpose, so you can get that clarity, so you can feel the pull. And God, your purpose will pull you into your future. This is why people who know their purpose seem to have a supernatural determination, seem to have a supernatural focus is because this, this determination and this focus comes from God through the Holy Spirit. You, you know at that point that God will never tell you to do something he has not equipped you to do. God will never expect you to do something he has not already prepared you to do. His instruction is always equal to his injection, meaning that if God is instructing you to do it, it's because he's injected you with a grace to get it done. And people who understand that they are not comfortable with where they are because they are always striving, always evolving, always becoming. They are becoming more and more like God from round to round, from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from level to level. They will never be satisfied until they see in their hands what God revealed in their heart. And I pray that you get to this point. This is how I live. This is how I pray that you live, that God will reveal to you his plans and purposes. And then you live your life in a tireless pursuit of those plans and purposes, and you will never be satisfied until you become what God revealed, until you arrive at God's overall destination for your life. And when you get to that overall destination, then you're done. This is why I say, I will not die because I'm sick. I will not die because I'm old. I will only die when I am done. And when you're done, and when I get to the end of my life and I'm done, and I did everything that God sent me to this planet to do, then I can go on to glory and forever be with the Lord. But I will not die until until I'm done because I'm living my life in pursuit of divine purpose and you must never be satisfied. You must ever be growing and, and developing and changing to be like him. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for planting your divine purpose from eternity in my heart and in my mind in time. I now have 
a divinely implanted sense of purpose. It's working through the ages, through every time and season, through every level and stage of my life. And I will never be satisfied until I become what you revealed. I live every day to be more and more like you. I behold your glory and I am being changed into that very same image from glory to glory. This process will not stop until I am in heaven standing before you, Father, face to face. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, and you'll put your email address in there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. I pray that that uh, my voice did not hinder the word. <laughs> I declare that the word that you were able to get it and receive it and be changed by it. This is a word you may want to watch again. This is definitely a word you want to share with other people. So share this right now on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Head into this day, head into this weekend, determined to head into the rest of your life. Allow God's purpose for your life to pull you into your future and never stop growing, never stop changing, never stop becoming more and more like God. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.